Welcome back to the wake. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't get rid of that. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the Make It Work podcast. This is Stephanie. And this is Morgan. And, well, I mean, whatever. We'll leave it in. It's fine. <laughs> and everybody's not perfect, obviously. So, what's going on, guys? We missed you. It's only been a week, but uh, hope you guys had a good one. Had a good safe fourth. All that good shit. Yeah, hopefully you didn't get super sunburned. Hopefully you didn't get super drunk. Hopefully you didn't feel super hungover. Hopefully you ate hot dogs. Hot dogs are the shit. Hot dogs. Mm. Yeah, don't at me. They're the best. I don't want to fucking hear what's in them. I don't want to hear your opinions. They're wonderful. I don't know how hot dogs are made. I'll never know how hot dogs are made. It is just one of those things. I don't do drugs. I don't drink excessively. I don't smoke cigarettes, but I will eat. A thousand hot dogs a year. I don't give a fuck. I don't either. They're delicious. They're wonderful. Anyways, yeah. this is not a hot dog episode. <laughs> it could be. Although. <laughs> although I'm. Should it be? Should. I mean, it's not off the table. <laughs> it's not completely off the table. I actually was watching the Food Network last week and they had a hot dog. I was like at a restaurant eating and I was like, I want that more than what I'm eating right now. <laughs> it was like a large like full pickle but like carved out as the bun for the hot dog with toppings so you had like crunchy pickle oh, and oh. every bite crunchy pickle god damn it yeah sounds delicious fucking good i know so yeah but anyways as always five stars if you also like pickles five stars if you hate pickle or hate pickles or hot dogs five stars if you hate pickles or hot dogs like let's just sit down and talk because something happened to you early on that we need to be address maybe you're not eating the right kind of pickles you need the Clausen pickles Clausen, isn't it aren't they kosher dill pickles i'm pretty sure they are they're refrigerated they're crispy they're the shit a grilled hot dog i think that can fix just about anything in life how do you go to a sporting event without getting a hot dog i don't know that's the only good thing about baseball that and here we have the sound stadium it's literally just people go to drink and other people are playing baseball while you're drinking at a bar in nashville and they have Pretty good nachos. They have great hot dogs. And then they, they have these machines that make these slushies with alcohol in it. And they have like a Jack and Coke one and then like a creamsicle one. Get out of town. <sighs> I miss socializing. When I reschedule my trip, I want to go there. <laughs> we'll go. It's literally a bar. Like you sit in like the outfield and it's a bar with like cornhole and shit. And they have these wonderful frozen drinks. It's fucking incredible. If there are hot dogs there, I'm in. Okay, perfect. I can't wait for you to come down. I can't wait for us to have an episode actually together. I know. It's going to be great. It's going to be like awesome. the country gets its shit together. And eh, one day. Maybe one day. Oh, okay. What else at the top? Oh, yeah. Five-star reviews. Pretty please. If you would like to write something nice about us, we could really use it. Uh, share on whatever social media. Or if you don't want to, just tell one friend that you think would enjoy it. Maybe even your sibling or your cousin or your best friend you just send them over the enneagram episode tell them that they're probably a four and they should take a listen and <laughs> whatever else because morgan's boyfriend we changed his family and his world and then another one of my girlfriends told me that her husband didn't like really believe in it and then she broke down what a five was and he was like oh shit you're right. <laughs> that it is hits hard when they're describing your personality type. It's fucking crazy. And I'm very proud that so far everybody's numbers we've hit has texted me that we did them justice. So I'm proud of us on that. And we had okay. our, our little fun social media episode last week. 
that we we love it we hate it but we need to talk about it and we're gonna kind of continue on more that route today yes but first i do have one recommendation with um black lives matter let's do it so my parents get the New York Times delivered to their house, like old school newspaper boy thrown into the driveway style. And um, a very I retro. guess the one that they got, what'd you say? This is so very retro. Oh, yes, I know. Well, we do live in Lancaster, so <laughs> we are stuck in the past. <laughs> We're an Amish country, baby. So they get the New York Times, and I guess this past weekend they got their newspaper delivered and in the opinion slash editorial section, it's like a little separate newspaper that comes in with the regular times had um, multiple little short opinion pieces from black writers about, you know, an experience or their experience. And the one that struck me was by a poet whose name is Caroline Randall Williams, and you can find this online if you, I'll give you the title if you just Google it. It's on the New York Times website too. It doesn't have to be a print copy, but it's short. It's very poetic. It's called, You Want a Confederate Monument? My Body is a Confederate Monument. Fuck. She is the descendant of white slave owner raping black slave woman and just like down the line down the line so she's like you know by her own self-description a light-skinned black woman but she's mostly white technically yeah but because she's also black you know she's a black woman And it's not that she's not proud of that. She's super proud of that, as she absolutely should be. But it's just like a super well-written little opinion piece. Just kind of gives an interesting perspective on being Black in America because it's not my both my parents are black and all my grandparents are black and like it just goes back like that. It's just it's so much deeper than that and it's such a more in-depth culture and it's so interesting um it's really well written it's a quick read i really recommend it and my dad who is a (laughs) middle-aged english white straight man yeah he was like i never i just never thought of it and it was just such a beautifully written thing he made my mom read it he made me read it and he made zoe read it so it struck him and then he kind of led us to it and so i would like to recommend that to all of our lovely listeners here and again it is called from the new york times you want a confederate monument my body is a confederate monument okay i need to read it too uh, it's like I mean, even just the title fucking hits you in your soul. Also, love that Colin is being a hardcore ally. There we go, Colin. Spreading the word. Colin's always been an ally. He doesn't mm-hmm. take shit from nobody. No. He's also a big Make It Work fan, so gotta love him for that, too. He's, you know what? I just have lots of nice things to say about my dad. He's always on the right side of history, that guy. Yeah. He's a good dude. I love your dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he loves you, too. Mm-hmm. Love you, Colin. Miss you. Uh, I miss you, too. And I'm really <laughs> proud of you. That's what he would say. 
<laughs> and he has texted that to me before because he does uh-huh. love me. He's a shit. Yeah. All right. So love that. Need to read it. Going to do that soon. I say I don't have any recommendations because like I'm trying to think. I think I've had two days off since I finished editing the last one. So I, I, don't, I haven't done shit, y'all. I'm so boring. <laughs> it's useless. I think we're going to go gamble this weekend. So maybe I'll like listen to a good audiobook or something on the way. We're either going to go up to where Charlie normally one of the sites that he works at has a casino near it and off outside Louisville. And then there's another one like past Gatlinburg on um, Native American Reservation. Like, a, I don't want to. I think it's a Harris. I don't know. But we're going to go gamble this week and go do something fun. And so maybe I'll find something to recommend and be useful. Sounds nice. Wear a mask. I will. Oh, yeah. Wearing a mask. Washing my hands. Social distancing. They have, because um, I was asking him, I was like, that seems like touching things. And I guess the games that are modified, so you're not touching things. Like, they're not doing poker and stuff like that. And then they have glass plates between everything. Dividers. Mm-hmm. Good. And, like, things shut down. So, even if I literally just go into a hotel room and on a road trip, I think it'll be good. Because I, we haven't talked about it in a while. But, I mean, let's address it now. This is so real. And there, I'm living in a place that a lot of people aren't wearing masks, which I don't understand because I just feel like as an ER nurse, it's my responsibility. And if I get caught out without one, I have like a guilt looming over me. You know what I mean? So I can't imagine just like being like, fuck that I'm not going to wear one. And like if I'm coming home from work and I had my work mask, so I don't like I throw those away on the way out and then like I have to pull over and get gas or like throw up or something sorry i know that sounds nonchalant but then i i'm like you know what i mean like i feel guilty so i don't understand people who are just like fuck that you're taking my freedom or what I, I truly i can't i can't wrap my mind around it but being a nurse during this time and i'm sure morgan feels me on this is so hard because it went from being heroes to no one giving a shit about us I was just thinking about that yesterday on the toilet, which is where I do my best thinking. I was dropping a gorgeous shit and (laughs) I was like, you know what? We're hated again. Yeah. We're just, we went from getting discounts at stores, which I mean, whatever, that's cool. I'll take it. Or like, and a thank you or people being like, thank you for your service. And you're like, oh, I don't really know what to say here, but you're welcome. Just don't be mean to me. I don't know. Yeah. Don't threaten to murder me like somebody else I had this week. That'd be great. <laughs> but now all we're like, it's like, hey, you know, I understand that there's repercussions for keeping the world shut down. I totally get that. And I think, you know, we've seen a lot of more alcoholic related issues and drug overdoses and depression with job losses. So I understand the world can't be shut down. But, you know, like maybe just wear a mask, wash your hands, don't touch on things. Also, if you're wearing a mask, don't take it fucking off to sneeze or cough, you stupid motherfuckers. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) but, and then we are monsters for asking just like, just like a mild thing, but like, hey, okay, okay. I know you need to go back to normal. I know we need to change things, but just, you know, help us out here. Like, just do a little bit of your part. They're like, no, fuck you. Yep. What? America. America. (laughs) Yeah. I just can't. I don't know. I don't understand. But yeah, I just think. We're having a major resurgence here and we were trying to find a cabin to just go like to a lake. Yeah. And a lot of stuff was just totally booked at like the cabins we'd want, like the lake we want to go to, we like to go to. 
and my aunt's lake house, they're already being used because everybody else in my family has gone down there. And I was like, oh my God, I'm off this weekend, I wanna go. And so we found out they were, that's how they were doing casinos. And we're just gonna go do something and just get the fuck away for a minute. I love it. Yes. So that's about it on my end. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> um, it's been real. Adios. No. <laughs> So last week we were talking about social media and we talked about doing like another chapter in our lessons we learned the hard way series because we kind of hinted towards making poor choices and we kind of wanted Morgan had a good idea to tailor this towards like our digital mistakes, kind of like our digital hard lessons to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think the main like umbrella is that it's permanent. <laughs> it does not go away. The internet is forever, uh, and you just got to be careful. Yeah, and I got to say, again, hating on a millennial generation, we walked through internet mistakes so that you could run, okay? So just don't make the same ones. Yeah, just don't make the same ones because when Charlie's talked about running for office before and, like, wanting it even to do just, like, state shit or local shit i'm like babe you just gotta know i made some poor fucking choices as a teenager when movies were made about this kind of stuff and it really wasn't a discussion and i mean i have wonderful parents but they didn't know to tell me not to do this kind of shit because it's all new just like they'll be the same thing for our kids they're not gonna know how to control things like my cousin would get shit taken away and his mother didn't understand that you could still like Snapchat and text on like his iPad or I like it. Oh my God. What are they called? iPods like the iPod touches. Yeah. So he'd get his phone taken away and his mom thought that he couldn't talk to anybody, but he still had Snapchat on like his iPad and shit. Like she was trying to parent, but like the technology was like out doing her that she had idea <laughs> that she really didn't do anything he like had whatsapp so you could text people on his ipad and holy shit everything because i think it was just a i don't think it's anything our parents necessarily did wrong it was just technology was outstepping them and he's smart enough to fucking get around it because he is so smart smart yeah, little shit. i mean they grow up with it so they're growing with the technology zoe's always been a much better much more tech savvy than I even me and we're she's five years younger than I am yeah and say they also help keep you on trend so that's kind of cool part too it's because when they have that kind of technology they stay on trend and up to date faster too yeah that's true yeah so we wanted to cover that um Morgan do you want to start with yours first since mine's kind of a doozy yeah I mean like the the main lesson that my parents told me forever was you know don't put anything in writing especially something that you wouldn't say to somebody's face. Yeah. It's just instant gratification of like feeling angry and quick typing something out. And then it can, it can go wherever the fuck you want it to go. So fast. Immediately. Yeah. And it's fucking dangerous. And I've said some fucked up stuff in text and I've made some, uh, polarizing statuses on facebook or like or tweets any kind of or social whatever. media yeah um and you know alienated people and uh it's just it's so easy and it's right there um we were talking about this earlier it's like 
back in the 80s and 90s, early 90s, when you wanted to like tell someone off in writing and you or like you didn't want to call them on the phone, you wanted to write them a letter. <laughs> like you didn't have email or text or anything. Like think about all the steps that it takes to write a text message and send it versus all the step that it steps that it takes to write a letter and mail it to somebody. It's like you have to get the paper, you have to get the pen, you have to write it out by hand. You fold it up, you put, find an envelope, you put it in the envelope, you seal it, you put a stamp, you put the address, you walk it to the mailbox. It's like you have all of that time to consider is this really what I want to say to this person? Have I had time now to cool off? Yeah. Throughout this whole process of like writing a letter and you just don't get that with technology these days. And that's been a problem for me multiple times because I kind of, if I feel backed into a corner, like if I, if someone is offending me or if I'm getting angry or like if I'm just exhausted or in a bad mood or like I have my period and I'm just not in a headspace to, you know, have a thick skin like I normally do. And someone gets to me, it's like, boom, fuse, lit, out of control. It's just instant gratification to fix an emotion and you do things you regret when you don't have time to really process it. Exactly. So I think that's been my main issue when it comes to technology and you know, not following the advice to not put things in writing. And then we were going to talk about like, we briefly touched on nudes in the social media episode. And I still stand by the fact that like, no one should have wanted nudes from me in high school. (laughs) Um, I feel like the people, if you're listening that asked for them, like, are you okay? (laughs) You're ridiculous. You know, were you okay? Um, something's wrong with you. And that was more of like a pressure situation for me and like not having the balls to say no. Yeah, yeah. Because I was finally getting like male attention in a sexual way. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, someone thinks that I'm like beautiful enough. You know, somebody wants to think of me while they're getting off or whatever. <laughs> somebody, you know, really wants to see me or th- finds me that attractive. God, talk just the whole coming to age of male attention again with instant gratification. You can instantly be told how hot you are, or how pretty you are, how sexy you are. And, you know, you're in the mood, kind of like teenagers and teen pregnancy, and you're in the mood and you make a poor choice and then you get a baby because you weren't prepared. You know, you get in the mood, you're talking to somebody, you're sexting with someone, and then you make a stupid choice or a poor choice and you send a naked picture to someone you do not trust or shouldn't have trusted. Right. I mean, so for me, yeah, I mean, this comes, looking back, it's like, it's kind of fucked up, but it saved me in a lot of ways. Like I had zero confidence in my body and I always thought that I looked better, like in a bra and underwear. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I did send a picture to somebody, I was in the bra and underwear. Not that I wanted anybody besides this one person to see it. That mm-hmm. was never the intention. It was for one person and one person only. So I was not naked. But he showed his friends. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, seriously. Um, and then later, the my college boyfriend had like a 
a special app on his phone that he had to do a math problem. Like it looked like a calculator Mm -hmm. and you had to type in a math problem as a password. And that opened up to like a secret photo album. Oh, okay. And there, I mean, there was stuff on there, but we were, I mean, we were together for four years and it was, and honestly, even now it like, wasn't that big of a deal. Wasn't that bad. It was secure. And then we didn't really end on bad terms either. So I was like, Hey, this gotta go. Can you get rid of this? <laughs> you know? And it was like, they're already gone. No. And nothing's come up since. So hopefully it's really all gone. Cause I would hate to have shit on somebody's fucking phone. But that's what I'm saying is I don't know. You don't. And what if he sent it to somebody and they kept it? Right. What if he like accidentally backed up his phone to the cloud and it's just on the cloud? Yeah. Not like, on his phone. And there's just people who, I mean, hackers and things like that. And so it's like, you don't know who could possibly get into it. He had like a more secure folder. But I mean, it's just like, is that a piece of you that you want to go out there? So before I tell my story, uh, again, if you love me or related to me, except for mom, because mom got dragged into this shit. So she already knows. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you love me, I'd probably stop listening just because it's going to make you uncomfortable. So I'll give you a second. Go ahead. Pause the podcast. Three, two, one. All right. We're going to go. <laughs> so when I was in high school, I am a major serial monogamous and monog- monogamous. Monog- mm. Yeah, monogamous. Okay. So I dated this guy from when I was a freshman in high school to when I was a junior in high school. And we had we we had flip phones still, but they were the first phones with cameras. So the whole thing of like your nude getting out wasn't even like talked about yet, right? And I loved this boy. I was naive and young and stupid, but I loved him. And, you know, first love, lots of feelings, whatever else. And I was not as smart as Morgan. And I had really good tits in high school. <laughs> he sure did. I'm so fucking jealous. Say, <laughs> so, I was chunky, but I had good tits. And they're pretty much gone now. I actually posted a picture for my friend Anna Kate's birthday today. And it was like like a slutty Halloween costume that we had in college. And Charlie was like, oh, my God, look at your boobs. I was like, I know. I miss them so much. <laughs> <laughs> Went from like a D in high school and early college to a B. And it's really sad. I miss them. So I had taken a picture of my boobs. Luckily, my face was not in this picture. But and I like had like my nipples were covered. It was definitely my boobs. And again, everybody in high school knew that we were dating. We dated for a long time. And when so this asshole also, okay, he's not, he is an asshole. He was an <laughs> asshole. Like we're, we're chill now. I mean, we don't talk, but after my dad died, like he apologized for some things and helped my mom out with shit at her house. And so, I mean, we're, we're even now kind of, but he also told everyone in high school that we broke up because I wanted to have sex and he wouldn't have sex with me which is absolutely not why we broke up. Also, like, I don't understand how that was a flattering angle for him. Like, of all the lies that you could tell, it was a really fucking weird one to tell. But anyways, I digress. So I sent him a picture with my boobs. Like I said, like, this dude and I naively talked about, like, getting married. Like, I loved him. And 
I trusted him. And then when we broke up, I was the athletic trainer for the football team. So I worked under the athletic trainer, traveled to the football team. So I was around football players a lot. And he was on the football team and he did not like that I was getting attention from other dudes on the football team. Even though I tried to like give him a space and not be a dick. Cause I broke up with him and I knew I hurt him. So I wasn't going to like rub it in his face that I was flirting with other boys in front of him. Like I wasn't a monster. And he decided to show the entire football team the picture of my boobs. So then word got to the coaches, which then got to our school administration. And I got pulled into the vice principal's office at our school with my mom. Because, you know, if there's anything more embarrassing than the entire school seeing your nudes, it's your mom seeing your nudes at mm, 16. And did he get in trouble at all? Absolutely not. No punishment. Got to stay on the football team. Nothing. Nothing ever happened to him. This shit would never fly now. Like, nothing happened to him. So he's... He spread child pornography against my permission and was vindictive like porn or what's it called? Revenge porn now? Mm-hmm. Revenge porn. I lost my job as the, as the athletic trainer, which I was doing for, you know, material for college to be able to get scholarships and get into a good school. I lost my job. I didn't get to finish the rest of the football season. The entire football team and probably a lot more has seen a picture of my boobs. So I was freaking humiliated. And my mom knew that I sent news, which is a very uncomfortable conversation to have with your vice principal and your mother. And then I will give them this, that they did have the parents called in. We just said his oh, name. Oh, shit. I'll beep it. <laughs> Whatever. I was say, so they had his parents called in. And which really didn't help any because he didn't get in trouble. And then his parents just knew. That he had in my nude picture. So like he didn't get in any trouble at school. He didn't lose his position. And he, he didn't get in any trouble at all. But then I just had this fucking humiliating situation happen. And from what I remember. I don't remember anyone else in our classes at the time. Like I had never seen anybody nude, anybody's nudes get out. So I was like the girl whose nudes got leaked. And I was not a goody two shoes in any way, shape or form, but I was, you know, I ended up being like president of like the health occupation thing. I was on student council. I, you know, had almost straight A's. Like I was a really hardworking kid. And then to have this reputation of breaking up with a boy because he wouldn't have sex with me and have your nudes get out was, it was a really shitty time. And it made the rest of high school pretty fucking hard for me. Yeah. Which is why I don't really keep in touch with a lot of people from high school because I was just like, I was so, I tried really hard to be nice and inclusive to anybody. I did have good friends for the most part, but I had a lot of shame with that. And it sucked. Kids are so mean. Kids are so fucking mean. And I don't know. I regret it. It was a really fucking hard lesson to learn. And I, honest to God, had it, I didn't send any nudes again. Like, I just didn't until <laughs> I went, because y'all, I told y'all I got a port this year. And 
I was really nervous about what I was going to think about my body having a port. And I'd never done nudes because obviously it's a very fucking scarring experience to have like your first nude you ever take sent around your high school. And so I never like no boyfriends in college. I never let anybody like video me. I never I just didn't do it because I'd, I'd had the worst consequences, you know, and Luckily, I wasn't in a time where that shit could go on like Instagram or anything, but it easily could be on someone's phone. I mean, it'd be a very grainy, hard to see picture of my (laughs) 14 year old boobs with no face in it, but it could exist somewhere. And obviously anybody, you know, if we ran for office, anybody at my high school would be like, oh, I know that girl. That's a girl whose nudes got out, which is why I also don't mind telling on the podcast, because guess what? It happened. I was 14. I was young and I was stupid. But when I knew I was getting my port in, I never had any pictures of my body because, A, I wasn't super duper confident because I've always been curvy and that it was until a couple years ago, not very popular. And I'm not the cute little tight athletic curvy that everybody else is. I'm like, my ass was born this size. (laughs) And so I decided to have a boudoir shoot with my body before I got a port put in with Brass Penny photos, which is Rachel Tenpenny. First of all, one of the best fucking experiences of my life. It was the most empowering. I loved it. She has a gift. Her photography skills are fucking insane. She makes you feel so comfortable and so beautiful and shows you all the positions and makes you feel great. And now I have these photos of mine. A lot of them are like naked. Yeah. Or mostly naked pictures. So that way I have a memory of what my body looked like before I have this port in. Because even if I have it taken out, I have like a scar across my boobs now. And I'm so fucking thankful I did it. It's the most empowering thing I ever did. And I've said that like if any of my other friends go through a divorce, I will 100% go in with somebody else to pay for that for them. Because it gave me like ownership of my body back and so much confidence and so when i got those i shared some of those with charlie because i'm like you know what fuck it whatever i don't care they're professional like naked photos yeah i don't give a shit hell if i if i want to for this episode i will post it one of them for you i don't care there's ones that i'm not totally naked and i look fantastic but i also wouldn't share them with just anyone and the ones i did send him are tasteful and not pictures of like my full-on vagina nipples. right 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 <laughs> so it's like i'm in lingerie but i'm like covered so if you're gonna send a nude there's classy ways to do it ladies <laughs> and just know i mean there's a really good chance that people you did not intend for it to see will see it and that's a really hard lesson to learn and it's You know, I preach hardcore being vulnerable. And then even though I was hurt that I still try my best to be trusting and stuff. But at the same time, there's this fine line to walk between being vulnerable and trusting and protecting yourself in the best way possible. Right. And there's also absolutely no reason that you can't shut that shit down if someone asks you for it. Yeah. So I wish that I had had the wherewithal, you know, I knew there's a possibility that not just this one person's going to see it, but I was really excited that someone liked me enough that they wanted to see them, you know, that kind of bullshit. And it's like when you're 15, 16, it feels good to get that kind of attention, but that's not the only kind of attention. That's not the best kind of attention. So and if it makes you uncomfortable, you are allowed at any point to say no. Yeah, that's that true. That goes for anything. That's so true. I mean, I've told you guys about getting jackhammered by micropene. I wanted to be done <laughs> with that 
immediately. Like when that started and like the first time I was like, does that feel good? I was like, oh, you're inside. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I can't. I, I am. I have no issues downstairs. You're the only person I had a problem with and I don't feel anything. And I want to be done, but I didn't want to be rude, which what the fuck, Stephanie, 19 year old Stephanie. I didn't want to be rude and tell yeah. someone to get out of inside of my body. Like that's insane. I know. It's crazy when you think about it like that, especially now as people who just think completely differently and have been through shit up to this point. Like, I mean, even recently, right before Kyle, I had like a very brief fling with someone that was terrible. Yeah. And it was like, well, maybe I'm just not seeing it. Like... (laughs) why do I hate him so much? Why is he annoying me so much? Like, yeah, no, he seems like, like he might be a good person. Like, no, if you don't fucking feel it, then you don't fucking feel it. And you know what? If the only thing you're feeling is, I'm just so glad to finally be getting attention. That's not a good reason to do something risky. No, not at all. It's not. And you got to do it for you. And I'm in no way am I judging. Cause like we said, we both done it. And you've done it recently. But just kind of reframe it in your mind. If you're doing something like that and so vulnerable for someone else, that's that's not where you go. Because, okay, like now, like these boudoir shots, if they got leaked, I'm proud of them. You know, I look great. I'm proud of how I look. It was something, pictures I took solely for me. So it was like my thing that I won't be as embarrassed about. Whereas I think if you're sending a nude solely for someone else and it gets out... That's a whole different ballgame of pain, you know? That's a great point. Because it's like if it's... Because I do think that there's a lot of women who have zero issue with it, who if that would have gone out, they would have been fine. And they have nude photos. Hell, even I fucking love Girls Gotta Eat podcast. And Raina on there posted a great, like, basically nude during quarantine and she posts on her Instagram and she had the confidence to do it or hell even girls in like bikini pictures on Instagram. If you take that picture for you and you think you look hot and you're cool with it and you're fine people seeing, then fucking get on with your bad self. But if you take it as a as something to appease someone else, that is just like giving part of you to somebody and allowing them the power to hurt you. Yeah, I mean I can't even say girl power enough, but, you know, fucking girl power. If if you're feeling good about it and it's something that you want to share, fucking share it. Who's to stop you? You know, I'll fucking cheer you on all the way. Yeah, because if uh, you just know it but, might, other people might see it. And if you're OK with it, that's fine. But like, just know that's a possibility and make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. And if you're posting on Instagram only for everybody else's satisfaction, again, not a good reason to post that's going to blow up in your face. But if you're doing it because it makes you feel powerful and strong and beautiful, then I'm all on board and I'll cheer you on with Morgan. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where we stand on news is you better be doing sending a nude because it makes you feel turned on it makes you feel good you look sexy you feel good about it it's good for your partner and you're owning it then i can get behind you sending a nude but if you're doing a nude for anyone else but you that shit is going to blow up in your face right because just 
talk about like it's another whole process making sure you're groomed the way that you want to be groomed like making sure that you're you know when i'm naked in my apartment is my hair done and do i have makeup on no but am i going to send a picture to somebody without my hair done and no makeup on like no i look like a fucking troll in the mirror when i do that yeah it's not fucking getting out anywhere so it's like you have all of this time to think about it I mean, I love my body, but I'm not, I don't want to fucking take a picture of it. It's like a, a full-time job sitting there trying to find the right lighting and the right angle to make yourself look the way that you want to be perceived by somebody else. And even if you do get the perfect fucking picture and you send it, guess what? The reaction's never going to be perfect. Yeah, that's true. So if you're doing it for the reaction from somebody else, you're not going to get what you're looking for. Yeah. You can't predict that. No, it's true. And again, if it doesn't make you feel good, then fuck that noise. Absolutely not. I love sexting. Don't get me wrong. Like I love like a good sex message or phone sex or whatever else. Like I love that kind of stuff. I enjoy it. However, you need to be careful with who you're doing that with too. Just because again, if you're doing it for you and it turns you on and you're confident in what you're saying, yes. I'm not saying, would you be okay with your mom seeing this? Because obviously not. Half the shit that I would send my partner, I'm not comfortable with my mom seeing. But if you're doing it for you, okay. But if you're doing this to appease another person and it gets out, are you not going to be humiliated? Are you not going to feel like you didn't, weren't true to yourself? You know, like you need to be careful of that kind of stuff too. Just know they can screenshot that shit. Even on Snapchat, they, I've seen things on fucking TikTok of how to get around and not be able to see that you screenshot a Snapchat. Yeah. It's like, honestly, it's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately like you're i mean if they're trying to pressure you into doing things i don't know if partner's the right word but like if they're asking and you're too fucking worried about sending something and it's not making you feel good it's not making you feel comfortable please for the love of god say no that you don't want to do it and if if the other person continues to push Guess what? That's not your person. That's fucked up. That's mean. That's manipulative. And you don't treat people like that. That's so true. I say. Mm, I just. I, so many things I wish I could tell a 16 year old me like things like that. I know, because guess what? Like I, I have been super self-conscious. And if if and when somebody was like, wow, you're really hot. And I want to see you naked. I mean, my initial reaction was like, holy shit, someone wants to see me naked? Yeah. I don't even want to see me naked. I hate myself. I hate my body. I have absolutely no idea why someone else would want to see it. And then, you know, you're looking and you're trying to get like a good picture or whatever. And you're like in your childhood bedroom and it's just like fucking weird it usually doesn't land well it's no that was about a point what you said is that you're probably not going to get the reaction that you want because listen i know there's guys who listen to this and i love men but y'all men are stupid they don't know they're so dumb and they just aren't good at that kind of shit because they don't know how much fucking work you just put into that picture And as much as they love it, A, they're not going to communicate how much they love it correctly. They're just not. 
They may think that you are the sexiest thing they've ever laid eyes on, but most of them do not have the ability to properly communicate that. And they just don't appreciate it. They just don't. They have no idea. It's kind of like how some men bitch about paying for a date when they don't realize that you probably bought an outfit that was a couple hundred dollars, how much money you spent on your makeup, on your hair, probably got your hair like colored or, you know, done an appropriate time. Maybe got your eyebrows threaded and sweated your ass off going through the pain of that. Maybe wax your mustache. You know, they have no goddamn idea how long this shit takes. Okay. God forbid you're as high maintenance as I am and you're out here, I don't know, fucking bleaching your asshole or something. They have no idea. They have no fucking clue. Do you think a man really deserves paper evidence of how long it took to take that picture? No. Most of them don't. I love men, but they don't. They don't deserve that stress, time, or effort on that end. They just don't. You know what? There's this girl that I went to high school with who I am like friends with or whatever you want to call it on Twitter. And I just remembered this, like it must've been a year or over a year ago that she was like, I literally have a group chat with my closest girlfriends (laughs) and we send each other our fucking nudes and we fire each other the fuck up because men can't do it. It's true. Because if you, if you're, you know, people need validation, that's totally fair. And you're just probably not going to get it from people who are asking for it. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Like Neanderthal style, want to see a naked picture of you versus like your girlfriend being like, you're the most beautiful, wonderful thing I've ever seen in my whole life. And it's like, you know, the work that you send something, send a group like that is different. But again, that's also out there in, you know, the internet universe. So, yeah. And what if that girlfriend and you get in a fight or something or she fucking sleeps with your husband or your boyfriend and then uses your nude against you? Like, that's a distinct possibility. I don't it's a. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to send that picture out, it needs to be something that you're OK with random motherfucking stranger seeing. Right. Hopefully you're not my position and your mom doesn't see it, but it could happen. But if you're questioning it and your mind's racing and it's making you anxious and it's making you uncomfortable, there's absolutely no reason that you have to do it. No. Just don't do it if you don't want to do it. No. And if you do want to do it and it makes you feel good, again, boudoir shoot. And you don't have to share that shit with anybody. They literally, they edit the photos for you. Again, I will. I I have to cite Rachel because she is a goddess from above and makes you feel <laughs> like a queen. And she will hype you the fuck up. And I love her. And she helped me reown my body again. And I can't wait to do another shoot and own this body with a port in it. But also, I was watching a TikTok today, and it was literally this is like encompass it. It was like if dudes got ready together going out like women did. And it was like, yas queen, yas king, that shirt is fly. Oh my God, do I wear the brown boots or the black boots? And then he's like, oh, what doesn't matter? I need to put this on my Instagram story. My best friend is so hot. Like, look at him go. And I was like, oh yeah, men don't talk to each other like that. Why did we expect them to talk to us like that? Oh my God, that's such a good fucking point. They're not gassing each other up and trying to make each other feel good like that. Oh my God, that's hysterical. You need to send me that TikTok. And that's a great, you know, takeaway. Yeah, they're just not. And here's the thing. My girlfriends will make me feel like a queen and stuff like that. 
But when you're in person with a man, when a man sees you naked and can put his hands on you, then that motherfucker will make you feel like a queen. Okay, that's where men shine. In person, they shine at this. This is that's what they're good at. Then they see you naked in person. Then you don't have to worry about the repercussions. Everything works out that way. And you're fine. And here's the deal. Men are very visual creatures. If he tries to fucking tell you that if if you can't, if you don't send him a picture that he's going to jack off to somebody else or he can't remember what your tits look like, that is a lying motherfucker and you need to get out of there. Because trust me, he's got a plenty of a spank bank up here and he remembers exactly <laughs> what you look like to get himself off. And... You know, everybody has varying views on porn and whatever else. But if like you guys have an agreement to not use porn and he says he'll only do that if you send him a picture. He manipulation, ain't manipulation, ding, 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 ding. He ain't it, sis. Get him out of here. Yeah, there is really, truly nothing like the nonverbal communication of standing there in front of someone who really wants you. There's a look in the eye. And you're like, <laughs> what the, that's, those eyes are different from the eyes that were across from me at dinner. Yes, he's, he, there's something primal happening. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, like, wouldn't you rather have that? Or, ooh, this is our solution, ladies. Okay, we got this. This is how we're going to make it work. This is how we're going to make, <laughs> mm, yes, my bitch. <laughs> She's my best friend. You can't have her. Okay, so this is how we're going to make it work. Sorry, I'm taken. <laughs> um, so, if you want to take a nude, right, again, just still be careful. There's private folders that you can have on your phone that are locked to the password that only you can get into. So you have your own spank bank of yourself, girlfriend, fucking work it. And then you take your naked photo that you want. Then you show the man when you're with him. You're like, hey, check this out. Then you get to see his reaction because you know he's going to react way better in person because he's going to play it fucking cool over text or whatever. But like you can see his reaction. You took the nude so you felt empowered because you're only taking this for you. Rules still apply. This is only for you. You see his reaction. Then you can either delete it or put it back in the private folder where he can't see it. And then you get to have plus then you get to sleep with him when he's on the adrenaline rush of seeing you naked still. And like even in a picture, it's like it's a win, 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 win. I like that. Yeah. I I worry about our people in long distance relationships, but. To Skype record <laughs> and say I can screenshot it. I've accidentally screenshot your before. But Remember you got mad. True. That's so true. <laughs> You're but like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's hard. That's what I'm saying. So just know it can get out. It there. takes a lot of trust, and you just gotta be like, you know, this is America, baby. If you know the consequences, and you do it anyway. All right. You knew what the consequences are. The consequences are that the entire world could see that photo. Are you still cool with sending it? Yeah. Kim Kardashian. Well, you can build an empire on it or (laughs) you can have your mom get called into your high school and get fired from your job. You know, there is a lot of possibilities (laughs) for consequences. And there's a lot of gray area between those two (laughs) options. There are. And, you know, I mean, like I said, if you feel good about it, you want to send it fucking power on and. I there's no judgment here. I just always want to put my experience out there so it's not just something you saw in a movie and you don't think really happens. Like that shit happens. <laughs> it does. And you know, just be careful. 
Just be careful. COVID is real and nudes getting out is real. Yeah, don't put your fucking face in it at least. Jesus Christ, guys. Just don't put your face in it because deny till you die. Admit nothing. Deny everything. Pretend like they're not your tits. Try not to wear... Like, if I wear all my fucking jewelry I wear every day, because if you know me in real life, you know I have, like, the same jewelry on always. And I wear a lot of it. So, like, if I took a picture of my boobs now, it's probably gonna have some of the jewelry in it that I wear every day. So even if it doesn't have my face, you're gonna know it's me. And so try to take out major identifying details and don't put your face in it. And do it for you only. You only. Try not to send them. You know, we're kind of doing it. It's like, here's the thing. Don't do it. But if you're like us. <laughs> what and if you, you must? But if you must and you're like us and got to learn it the hard way, here's our tips and tricks for not fucking up your life. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I got nothing else on this episode. I think that's more than enough. <laughs> Take a deep breath before you type anything fucked up and uh, send it. Yeah, so true. And I mean, I am a proponent. I have a temper. I go take a shower when I'm angry and not just because I want to get off and calm down because I really am not one about to do that in the shower. It's literally like if I take a shower, I have a routine in the shower. So I know I'm going to be there at least 15 minutes and 15 minutes is a really good cool down time. Yeah, you got to give yourself a second. Although that's always really hard for me because like I said before, when people are mad at me, I get diarrhea. So that's like a full, if someone else did that to me, that would be me on the toilet for 15 minutes while the other person took their shower. Yeah, but, like, think about how mean we can be when we're angry. I know, that's true. When I'm the angry one, there's no um, circulation to my digestive tract. <laughs> it's just my brain. Just the, just the meanest fucking part of my brain. Just yep. all the shit that I didn't even know I was still mad about, that you're acting like your mother or your father, <laughs> that, like, I actually hate you. I don't know. Like, every fucked up thing that could possibly come out, like, the most evil part of me, that's getting my blood flow. Yeah. It gets all yeah. my energy. <laughs> my aura channels into the super angry part of my brain I didn't know was there. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, just be careful. Think twice. And stay safe. I feel like that's a great message. Boom. Done. Wear right. a mask. Wear please. a mask. Please, hello, God. And stop. I'm all about freedom and personal choices, but, like, just have some good manners. Like, that's all you have to think about. It. If, it's that, if it's that you just can't follow goddamn rules, then just pretend like you're doing it for you and because you care about other humans and fuck that it's a rule. Like, don't be an asshole. That's that's the whole theme of all of, all of this. Right? <laughs> yeah. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. All right. So, Morgan, where can they see us? I'm trying to get better about posting shit. I at least made a story today. I don't I don't fucking know. I'm going to work on just making random ass stories so I at least talk to you guys for the week. I like it. And by story, she means Instagram story. So, Instagram is at Make It Work Podcast, Twitter at Make It Work Pod, Facebook.com slash Make It Work Podcast, and Make It Work Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, hello? I think that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Boom, bitch. Perfect. All right, Morgan. Good night. I love you. Good night. I love you too.